everybody, I am April. Holla at your boy, Josh. And we are Sister Wife Secrets. <laughs> Where did that come from? How did that even happen? <laughs> what is going on tonight? Oh, we are so random sometimes. That is kind of weird. It's cool how we just actually line up and, yeah. and, and match. I, I, don't, we, I was we like, don't even rehearse things. It just uh, happens. Oh, I bet you when we hear it, we're going to be like, wow, what were we thinking? Uh, probably. <laughs> that's but probably sounded ridiculous. That's us. Here we are. Here we are. Welcome to our show. Dun, dun, dun. Coming at you from the 801 Salt Lake City, baby. Snowy old Utah. It is snowing right now. It is snowing really good. I wouldn't call it the greatest snow on earth. I don't think there's any snow that's great on earth. Um, well, hmm. I mean, it depends. It the depends greatest, on my mood. The greatest snow on earth is the stuff that happens like in the Bahamas randomly. Hmm. No, I'd say Texas, not the Bahamas. Well, you know what? When I was little, when I was really little, my grandparents actually lived in El Paso, Texas. Uh-huh. And we went there, I think I was like three or four. And we went there for Christmas and it snowed. And it was wow. like the most random thing ever because it never snows there. But it, it was, was like a random. light. I mean, you couldn't really call it snow compared to Utah snow, right? Like it was like a light dusting, but it snowed. It was pretty cool. Well, did you know that Old El Paso has a taste that makes your mouth run wild? <laughs> Old El Paso's got the taste that runs wild. I Remember that commercial know. back in the day? I have no Come on. Idea what yeah, you're how speaking. did you forget? It was like a beans commercial or something like that. <laughs> it was back in the 90s when we were kids. It was Old El Paso's got the taste that runs wild. Come on, you can't. You gotta. You know, that. not every commercial runs in every state. So you can't blame Dude, me. Dude, I'm telling you, that was a commercial that ran in every state. It's like a Kraft macaroni and cheese commercial or something. Mm. You know, it's like just something. I just don't know. Are we allowed to it. say these brands? Are... I don't know. I think we're kind of plugging a bunch of companies that we, we might get in trouble. Could we get in trouble? Well, we could get paid. Yeah, maybe. Maybe they'll pay us. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> these dogs, You man. guys owe us money. Our dogs are driving us nuts. Yeah, they're acting like animals. Ugh. <laughs> That wasn't a pun. They, they really are. They're, they're not really animals. They're more humans. One of them is very human. Tucker is very yeah, human. Yeah, it's Tucker, but I wish you He's our bold pit dog. Every pit bull that we've owned has been just like a human. Um, Melody's very much a dog. <laughs> she, She's a... Melody, get She is a... Um, what is she? She's a blue healer She's a and blue healer and, Aus- and Australian shepherd. Yes. So for all our Australian fans... And she's still a puppy, so she's yeah. pretty wild and pretty hairy. She's shedding like crazy. If it's any of you have time. like really good like tips for dogs that shed, I am all ears. Look at Tucker right now. He's, he's so he's cute. Oh, he's adorable dog. He's um, an American bulldog and pit bull, but yeah. mostly bulldog, I would say. His face is bulldog and his body is pit bull. It's pretty interesting. He's got like ten pound paws. Yeah, look at these things. He's huge. <laughs> they are huge. Um, so no, anyway, leave him alone. we were talking today about some things and such about Brigham Young, right? Oh yeah. And I don't know how many of you that listen to us are from Utah. I imagine a lot of you are. And you, if you are, you, you are familiar with the Great Salt there, which is this building that sits out, um, by the Great Salt Lake. Concerts and raves happen there. There's like a lot of. Just a lot of stuff goes on there. There's also, but there's also like a part of it that's like you can tour it and it looks much different than the place where you actually see concerts at. You can actually go in there and like 
see the history of, of the, yeah, it's historical. You could buy taffy there. It's pretty neat. Salt Lake um, taffy. Anyway, back in the day, Brigham Young used to go there with all of his wives and they would, it was like a dance hall. They would party and, you know, I had a patient when I was a CNA that was telling me about this. She said that Brigham Young, when he showed up there, he had the prettiest wives. They all had blonde hair, blue eyes. They were super gorgeous. And Brigham Young really wasn't much to look at, you know. Well, no, of course um, not. But he was the boss. And anyway, so he got Josh. got to pick and choose his wives. Josh and I were talking about this, and then he brought up his bodyguard. Porter Rockwell. Porter Rockwell. This guy's responsible for killing more people single-handedly than Hitler himself. Is that a proven fact, though? Like, did we look that up? So, okay, so he was the one in charge of that whole thing that where they went and, um, so they dressed up like a bunch of natives. Yeah, and you're went talking and slaughtered. about September dawn, yes. So they dressed up as a bunch of natives mm-hmm. and they went and slaughtered a bunch of, uh, Pioneers, yeah. I guess if yeah. you were, yeah, a bunch of people, the wagon train, everybody mm-hmm. coming over here, they went and slaughtered a bunch of families, I'd say, yeah. let's just say white families, and they, to make it look like the natives did it, so that yeah. way the, uh, the U.S. Army would come and uh, basically push the natives out of the land, so yeah. that way they could have it. There's a movie about this, if you've never seen it, it's called September Dawn. I know that the LDS religion banned this movie. They are their their prophet came out and said, Do not watch this movie. So they don't they don't um condone it or they don't um what's the word? A lot of them are just obedient and just don't even watch it. Like they just live in this well, little okay. bubble. Of, well that okay, who maybe cares? That's a I'm just thing to saying say they to. don't what's the word? Not condone, they don't endorse it. They don't yeah, endorse that movie. Go. But the whole reason I brought this up is because Porter Rockwell looks exactly like the guy the Devil's on Rejects. Devil's Rejects. Yeah, he really does. I don't know if you guys ever watched that. Rob Zombie makes some pretty good movies. Yes. Here we go. Plug so in again, seen, but it's all good. I know. <laughs> if you've seen Devil's Rejects, the brother with the long hair. Looks just he like looks him. looks just like him. It's crazy. Who happens to be the nicest guy in real life, actually. Yes. If, if you yes. ever, like, it, it's crazy. He had a, such a hard time saying all the swear words and doing all the violent stuff he had to do for that movie. Yeah. Because he was, like, he's just Super like a big... Super sweet, yeah. dude. Yeah, that's funny. Um, but anyway, I just was, you know, there's our history lesson for yeah. today. <laughs> and that's that. Now let's get back into this stupid friggin' Cody Brown lesson. Hey, can I get one? Fuck you, Cody, Cody Brown. Brown. Hell yeah. F-K-U-B. This episode oh, is F-U-K-B. crazy, you guys. Right. I, I had a feeling Janelle was next on the chopping block, and this episode really um, portrays that. So why don't we go ahead and start with some clips? Yeah, and, then and let's we'll go lock these dogs it. up so that way in the yeah, next segment so we can have some freedom. Yeah, kicking and pushing this her away. Insane. I feel terrible. I feel abusive. I'm, you're not abusive. <laughs> she's the abusive one. She's like... She's domestically... She's Cody Brown in you right now. She's not Cody Brown in anything. She, Don't ever compare my dogs to Cody Brown. <laughs> okay, yeah, it was a bad thing. It was terrible to say. Remember when Cody Brown had that dog and uh, whatever... What was that dog's name? Mosby? She, yeah, Mosby. She pays when she sees me. Do you remember that episode? I do. And, and he actually like, brings up dogs in this episode, so we'll talk yeah. about that soon. Let but. the dog sleep in my bed. You're dead. You're <laughs> okay. no to me. Well, okay, let's, let's do that it. first clip. Here we go. Okay, so in the first scene, we see Truly coming over to visit her dad at his house, which is a.k.a. Robin's house, it's, if you can even call it that. It's, it's more like Cody and Robin's it, house. Exactly. It's the real family. It's the only family. Exactly. And it's really sad to hear 
um, Christine say that Trulie's awkward around Cody, which means they don't have a relationship. Because if, you know, you're never awkward around your parent if you have a relationship with your parent, right? That's just strange to me. I don't, I can imagine well, any of my kids feeling awkward around me or their father. Like, that's just bizarre. Well, it's just like Cody to, to like, just, you know, ignore everything that these kids say and, and just act like, and just steamroll over right over. He goes, where's your pajamas? She said, I didn't have any pajamas. She's like, well, you're not going to spend the night? She goes, mom said it was up to me. He's like, okay, we'll just put you in a big t-shirt. Yeah, like, he, he doesn't even, even acknowledge, acknowledge her, like, mm-hmm. what she just said, okay? And it's like, here she, here she is. She has to sit there and watch all these happy kids with a happy family, with a mom and dad, with a full functioning family, which she deserves just as much as every other 18 of these children do. But they don't get. And she has to sit there and, and get her face rubbed in it every day. Okay, like, no wonder why her mom left. And she can see this. She, what is she, eight years old? I don't know how old she uh, is. However old she is, she's got way I more wisdom in her pinky than he has in his entire friggin' pea brain, dude. She's older than eight. Like, I think she's around ten, maybe. Well, but- uh, whatever it is, she's perceptive enough to know that Cody's full of shit and what he's doing right now is just I- twisting the knife and just making the wound hurt more. I think the thing that bothered me... The most about it was, like you said, him not acknowledging her saying, you know, yeah, it's up to me if I want to stay. But then also she's like trying to show him her books and he's like, well, why don't you go show these to Aurora? You know, and it's like, well, she wants to show them to you, Cody. She Uh came to see you. She didn't come just to see like Robin's kids and Robin. Like, sure, that's part of the deal. But she needs some one on one time with you. Like, why don't you take her for a drive? Why don't you, or take her into whatever you're building, you know, and have her help you, like you said. Or, like, just spend some quality time with her instead of treating her like you're just the babysitter. And that's basically how he's acting. It is. Yeah, go show them your books. I don't want to look at them. Why don't you guys go play now and, you know, I'll be around if you need me. You know what I mean? Like, you're, you know. Like, those kids don't give a crap about her books. Like, she wants to show you how talented she is. Like, she wants to... She wants a, a praise, a pat on the back. She wants you to be a fucking dad, dude. She wants you to f- show interest in her Act life. like a father yeah. for once, dude, in your life. Act like a father. And then it goes to this, oh my gosh, this terrible scene between Janelle and Cody. They're out to eat. You know, Robin kind of segues into it saying there's oh, a lot of, of problems in the family. So... She feels grateful that Truly's around because it makes it feel like family. How phony was that, She totally ruined this family. She didn't want the family. That's why she stayed separate from the family, and that's why she just destroyed the family, honestly. You're right. When she came, when when she got married, okay, they all lived in the one house where everything was good. She didn't She didn't. She never, like, sold her house and, and, like, combined assets with this family. Not once, no. She, instead, they they all moved to Vegas. You know, she kept her assets from that house, moved on forward. And then when they left Vegas, the whole family combined together to help her buy the, this the, probably one of the most nicest houses in Flagstaff. Flagstaff is a freaking podunk town, dude. Yeah. And look at the house they're living in. I know. You know what I'm saying? Well, it actually, in Lehigh, she had her own rental. So they all lived in a house that they owned together. Oh. But she rented the house down the street or the. I should say the family rented her the house because right. she didn't have a job. Oh, of course and not. And then... Um, they, it, she was the one that kept them from almost being the closing of the deal in Vegas, remember? Right, her credit yeah. was bad. But yeah, anyway. So um, she segues into this conversation. Um, and then, so here we have Janelle talking about 
um, the holidays. And this was the clip we gathered from that little um, visit. So here yeah, we go. Here we go. I'm not going to have them come to my house for Thanksgiving if they've got animosity towards me or somebody that is connected to me. Maybe Garrison should try and reach out to me and sort of make amends. I mean, we're going to have to wait for the kids to all sort of come to their own whatever. Cody and my boys are very estranged. He doesn't even want to see their point of view. He's like, you've offended me. You've offended those that are close to me, a.k.a. Robin. You guys have to come mea culpa and apologize and grovel. You know, my boys are just not going to do that. I'm not asking for an apology or a mea culpa from Gabe and Garrison. I'm simply wanting to clear the air. Okay, so I like how, you know, he's like, I'm not going to let my kids come over while there's problems with people that are close to me. And Janelle, you know, is like, a.k.a. Robin, you know, like, and she tells him, you know, the kids will just decide when they want to apologize Mm -hmm. or talk to you about it, if they even do it. They're not going to apologize, for one. It's Cody's fault. He should apologize. Why should they apologize? And for two, you know, they need to get to a place where they feel like they can talk to him, and they're probably just waiting on him to make the initiation, you know? And I think we learn a little bit more about that down the road here in this episode. But I think that um, he's being ridiculous. Okay, you want to know how ridiculous he's actually really being? So this conversation, actually, we didn't record this part of the clip, but this conversation started off with Janelle saying, I'm going to my kid's house for right. Thanksgiving, right. and maybe we can spend Christmas together, but Thanksgiving, I'm going to my kid's house because we haven't been there since 2018. Now, where does that say that Gabe and Garrison want to go to his house for Thanksgiving? No, they don't, they don't have any plans on going to see Cody, Cody for Thanksgiving. Cody. So he yeah. just jumps on this, like... Like his ego, just like nope, they're coming. They're supposed to. They want to come here, and they can't. So fuck that, and this, that, and the other. Like that's just Cody for you. That's yeah. He's classic like Cody style. Just before anybody can come to my house for Thanksgiving, but they she nobody's never coming. That. Nobody <laughs> wants to. Nobody wants to go to your stupid house, dude. <laughs> fuck you, Cody Brown, and your stupid house. So I think that honestly, oh, like he s- has a problem listening, <laughs> and he hears things the way he wants to hear you them. Plus, saying? he just really wanted to be able to turn Janelle down. Right. He just wanted to say, "Nope, you can't come over yeah, for Thanksgiving." Like, no, but, but we're not, dude. But, like, yeah, that's nobody's the whole coming. Thing started. Nobody idiot. wants to. I and said Christmas. You'd be lucky for Christmas, even. Dude. <laughs> I know, right? Just go have your little happy family with Robin, dude. That's all yeah. you got. I mean, it, yeah. It Clearly, that's where he's leading this conversation to. Is he just wants to be with Robin? But let's listen to a little oh, bit more. Wait, of wait, it. wait, wait! Before we go any further, is it, like, why can't he ever just say Robin? It's Robin is the person that these people that this you know people next to me or people close to me they've offended. They have to come apart. You know, they own all this. Like, he can ever just say it's Robin. Why can't he just say Robin? Like, because he's already insinuating it. Why didn't right. he just come Everybody out and say the truth? Everybody knows what the problem is. It just is. makes him like, look like that much more of a piece of shit that he is, man. I can't stand this guy. I don't know if it's Ooh. his, like, weird way of trying to protect her, but everybody already knows who it is and who, what the problem he's is. He's not protecting so. her right now. What he's doing is he's he's making her look worse. Yeah. But but the, the way he acts, like, he just... Yeah, I agree. I he agree. just needs to come out and say, me and Robin fell in love and oh, i've never no. felt this kind of love before it's the kind of love that you and i have right possibly i, I don't, don't think i don't think I don't robin think he's capable of loving like i that. don't think robin really loves him as much as like 
is he loves her. And, and I, I guarantee that. I, I guarantee Robin saw this as an opportunity. Like, because nobody wants to get with a man that has five wives. Especially someone who wasn't already a polygamist. She already had a husband that was a piece of shit. How do you think a husband that's going to have five wives is going to act? Right. No, but she was younger, so he like she was able to manipulate him. She wanted and to get be on TV. On TV. She and, was able yeah. to like just get all you know. I mean, we all saw her classic dance moves when she was a kid. I mean, she <laughs> clearly was headed for big things. Hey, remember that TikTok video that we made with yes. her acting like with her and Elaine? Uh-huh. That was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. That was hilarious. All right, let's listen to more. Right. Let's go. I have somebody in my life who is fundamentally loyal to me, who sees me as the head of the family, I'm saying to you that you and I get that if you're loyal to me. I can't, I just can't believe. I just can't believe what he's saying. I'm not telling Janelle to be more like Robin. I'm telling Janelle just to be loyal. I have 100% loyalty from Robin. So, okay, yeah, I guess that's like Robin. Nope, I'm just asking for loyalty. I'm asking to be the head of my household. I mean, here he is blatantly saying what I've suspected. This person is loyal and treats me like the head of the household. And if you really want to be a wife to me, this is how you need to be. I'm not going to be this person. I'm not going to become Robin. You act like it's only one side. Somebody came into our family and treated us all very kindly. And they perceived something else it frustrates me beyond belief that he perceives this one wife this one relationship as she's so perfect she's such a saint she was so nice to us and she was treated so wrong so everybody better apologize for being mean to her or else this isn't going to work anymore this is the subtext i've been hearing this whole damn day Cody's been a broken record about this for the last little bit, how Robin's been so victimized. She was so sweet to everybody. She put herself out there, and I don't perceive it that way. I perceive that we were a plural families trying to figure it out, and she always kind of kept herself a little separate. Okay, so in this clip, you hear mm-hmm. what we've all suspected and what Janelle's been suspecting, and Cody's uh, just I wouldn't even say suspected, but we've all known. Yeah, you know, he wants her to be like Robin. Robin has been crying to Cody for years about how she feels mistreated and his family's falling apart because of it. And he's buying into it and he's letting her get away with it. So it makes me feel like he is... They spend all their time over there in that house bitching about everybody to the point that it's become so toxic. Toxic that AF. They, and it's just spilling over and... I don't know if they can even admit to each other that they're trying to ruin the family and just make it just them. You I don't know, think they like, can. They can't at this point. They, they, they both are playing this game and they're playing head games with the rest of the family. And here's yeah. the deal. I was just sitting there thinking about watching this. Like when Robin's like, I love those boys. I just want them to come over. I just want them, I just love that boys. I don't want an apology. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Okay. First of all, the only reason Robin, why you even came into this family was for one, like you said, status. And two, was you were younger, you knew you were younger, you knew you had more eggs, you knew you were going to be able to make all the brand new babies that they weren't going to be able to, you knew there was not going to be any competition, you knew you were going to be able to take this man from these yeah. women, and you weren't going to have to feel like the basement wife or none of that. Yeah. And and you only knew that, like, the, it was strategic, and, and like, oh, you'd be on TV, you think you're going to, like, you know, just have this easy life, and like, you don't, because America hates you. You're, <laughs> you're, you're the fucking... 
The, you're America's homewrecker. Right. Is what you are. Yep. And, and Cody, you, you're the worst father. You don't, you, dude. Father's Day doesn't even exist for you, dude. <laughs> Seriously, like. Well, uh, I like how Janelle is just calling it out, like as as it is, I and she's it. letting him know. You know what? I don't know, Cody. I've I've been an independent woman this entire marriage. She's had to be. That's she's... what plural marriage is. And all of a sudden, you want me to change into this you know, person that I'm not. And that's not who he married in her. He always liked her independence. He always liked her ability to make her own decisions and not rely on him for support. Like, he blamed Christine for relying on him too much. And now he's saying Janelle doesn't rely on him enough. So, and nobody's going to be perfect, but he's expecting all of this perfection in order to be his wife. Huh. Well, what about your perfection, dude? What about their demands on you? Yeah, don't like, you think that, that that's a two-way street? You yeah. think it's just what you get and what you want? Yeah. What do you think? You're a fucking king, dude? You he, ain't shit, He Cody. acts like, yeah, it's just all him. What huh. he wants goes, and you will be this, or it's... You take dude, a hike, you he's know. And really it's... making him. So he's not making the case for himself at no. all. Every episode, it just gets worse. His true colors come out. Everything I've said since the beginning, even when he was trying to be all happy and nice, the shit that I saw in between the lines is yeah. proof right here. I knew it. I knew this guy was just like the rest of them. He's just well. He, every he's, all he's of their unhealthy, in the making. all of their unhealthiness that has been below the surface for so long is finally bubbling up and. It's becoming to the point where now his wives can't ignore it, right? Everybody in America saw it. And they're calling out, too. And they're calling out to these yeah. women saying, dude, run. 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 The house is on fire. Get out. Get your dogs. Get your kids. Go. You heard Mary. Leave him behind. I can't believe how mean people can be. Mary, get a grip. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, my gosh. Uh, 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 you of all people. You were the first one. You, you put the domino... That that started all these women leaving Cody. You were the first one, and yeah. you did it so passive aggressively. Oh, I, I I got some big news, and now she was all mad, and like she was acting like she was gonna divorce Cody out of purpose. But then she tries to act all like, "No, I'm doing it for the kids. I'm just a good person. I'm a saint, and I love Robin." Because mm-hmm. you knew that's the only way back to Cody's heart is to love Robin and just still be dusted under the rug, no matter how much. Look, in his proof right here, no matter how much Mary dotes on Robin, no matter how much Mary acts like she's Robin's sister, her best friend, her whatever, Cody still brushes her aside. Yeah. And then he tries to act like, I have three wives. Yeah, all of a sudden and, he has three and, wives. Yeah, and, and yeah. Before, before I have 18 children, I have three wives. No, no, wait. He says, before I before have any I children... Have one child, I have three wives, is what he said. But it's more like before you have 18 children... You, you have, have one, one wife. wife. Because he even said Mary's not his wife. No, right? but then so he now, acts like, now oh, she's a all wife. of a sudden, now yeah. that you're missing one from the equation, you got to add another one to keep your numbers whenever, up, dude. Yeah, whenever it's convenient, he throws Mary in the mix. It's really right? funny. She's a buffer wife. That's what she is. And then he, you know, he goes on to say um, that he feels like Janelle pitted the boys against him. The His strained yeah, relationship with the boys is Janelle's fault. He can't take accountability for that at all. And it's really interesting. When has he ever taken well, accountability? Well, yeah, exactly. I don't ever. expect that he would. But it, it's pretty far reach to go and say that it was Janelle's fault. Like, 
it, he had huh. his own conversations with those boys. Yeah. Robin had On her TV. own conversations with those boys. Janelle was not involved in Completely those conversations. Separate. She was like, you guys and, handle it. Yeah. She's like, uh, like, listen. And, and Janelle actually played it smart. She was like Switzerland. She's like, look, yeah. my kids, I love you. My husband, I love you. Yeah. You guys, you can have your differences. I'm here no matter what. Yeah, I'm here, I'm here for, for all, all of you. you. Okay. Where was Robin for that? You know what I mean? That is like the most loving stance that you could take in a situation Absolutely. like that. It was a very hard one to do, especially yeah. as a mother. And I know that his mama bear comes out and he really wanted to start attacking. And you know she but, was more on a kid's side than anything, but she well, kept the the relationship with Cody. She might have been on their side about the immutable. feelings. She might not have been on their side about the way they went about it. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? That's a yeah, typical they probably shouldn't stance. Have, they probably shouldn't have texted Robin and stuff. That's that a typical was. stance for a mother to like... You know, like I, I support you in how you're feeling, but maybe you went about it in the wrong way. You know, that's pretty common. So she, that's probably where she's at with it. I don't think she encouraged the kids to like text Robin or call Robin. Okay, and so then they just finished their conversation. You know, discussing their marriage. I have to tell you, I felt bad for Janelle. I never saw through this whole saga of sister wives. I saw Cody having issues with Mary, and I saw him having issues with Christine. I never saw Janelle as one of the wives that he would eventually just attack and try to, like... I mean, I knew he would eventually... Yeah, she's been loyal. She's been through all the stuff. Didn't mean to cut you off, but you're right. She's always been loyal. She's been loyal. She's been dedicated. She's been um, accountable She's done all the family finances. She supported the family for a long time. She basically was the head of the household back she in the day. She did. She and she had and she even said, you know, a long time ago, she was encouraged to make her own decisions and to rely on herself because you couldn't always rely on the man. And so she she did that. And you know, he got mad at Christine, like I said earlier, for trying to rely on him. And now he's saying she doesn't rely on him enough. But then the truth comes out, and really, what it boils down to is she's hanging out with Christine and not Robin. Yeah. But Robin has never inverted yeah. herself into the family. She yeah. always remains separate. Yeah. Her and, her and Christine have had a legitimate sister-wife relationship. Yeah. They've raised each other's children. Their children feel like siblings to mm-hmm. each other. Yeah. Those children feel more like brother and sisters than they do feel like children of Cody, honestly. Yeah. That makes sense at this point. Just because of the wedge that his relationship with Robin has caused in this family. And and it wouldn't have caused such a riff if he would have treated Robin the same way he treated Mary and Christine and Janelle. If if he would have treated her as an equal and not as the fucking Queen of England, mm-hmm. then things would have been a lot different. He just favors her. He just... He, it's he, because he she's it so manipulative. She... She acts and says things to make it seem that she's on board, but she's really not. And she she blames the wives. Like, I probably what happens is that when Cody starts questioning her, like, why aren't you involving yourself in the family? She probably comes up with these excuses like, oh, she was mean to me and she doesn't like my kids and she did it. You know what I mean? And that's right. her. That's how she gets out of having to interject herself into the the family dynamic, and he falls for it, and he thinks that they're all really horrible to her because they are jealous. Uh, why but I be? don't think they're horrible to her. 
I no. think that they they may might get mad at Cody. I don't think they're taking it out on Robin right. though. Because this ultimately, at the end of the day, as much as we hate Robin, you're right. This is Cody's fault, not mm-hmm. Robin's fault. Robin, it, yeah, she plays a part in it, but like Cody's the one that made the decisions. Cody's the one that put her on the pedestal. Cody's the one that did this to all the kids and showed all these kids that their moms weren't good enough for him. That this girl was and her and her children that aren't even his blood. Yeah. Yep, you know, agreed. so like he he did that. That's all Cody's decisions. But I mean, like I think Robin has a huge part in it too. I don't. Yeah, think I it's mean, just, I mean, all of them really do. It's yeah. a it's a relationship, right? I would just say that Cody's the most to blame out of anybody mm-hmm. for all of this. Yeah, like it absolutely hands. He down. didn't spend his time wisely, and he yeah. didn't have consideration no. for other people's emotions going through this plural thing that he should have by now. After all these years, he should know. He should know better by now. And Af- he, the fact that he doesn't he, it makes me think he's he's just stupid. After the kids after the kids were adopted, he should have gotten a divorce from Robin and had the same equal yeah. wife. Agreed. Every one of them should have been fucking equal. It should have all been the Absolutely. same. Absolutely. All throughout. And like and all the kids saw this. All the kids grew up and saw the way they were treated as opposed to the way Robin's kids were treated. Yeah. Okay, Robin's kids were treated better because of their mother. Uh, uh, loved you more that's bullshit that doesn't mean those kids never loved you you know what I mean you don't take it out on the kids you don't take it out on the kids dude and that's what he did he took all his problems out like and he just the thing of it is is like he just didn't love his other wives I think it's funny when he's Janelle's never loved like, one of them when Janelle's like you're my best friend you're who I want to say everything to. You're my to. lover. She said and you're he, my like, lover. And he couldn't even respond to her. He's like, well, uh, well, uh, uh. You can't let Robin like, hear me say that. And then she's like, I think we need a reset. He's like, well, I think I need to eat some food. Because he didn't know how to, like, re- yeah, he doesn't Have want Robin to hear him. You're exactly right. He doesn't want Robin to go back and watch this episode and hear him say how much he loves Janelle, how much he feels like Janelle's his best friend, too. Because right. he's probably told Robin she's the bestie, she's the everything, she's the number one. So he can't have Robin hearing her say that. Probably because she's complained so much about these wives that he feels he's being disloyal to Robin if he shows them any affection at this point. The thing of it is, is like he said, I, I don't want to live with you in the RV. He never did. She lives in the RV by himself. You can tell by when Truly went to that house in the very beginning of the segment that that's his only home. That's yeah. his home. Yeah. That's where he lives. That's where all his time is spent. And all those kids have a monogamous family. Yeah. They yeah. do. Those kids don't live in a polygamous friggin' farm like everybody else. If he leaves that house, it's for two nights, maybe three at this point. Because he only has one other wife that he spends time with. So it, but, and, and he doesn't spend spent, time with yeah. Mary. He hadn't spent time with Christine for a long time. So it's literally just one other wife at this well, point. Well, it's and never showed him one night spend the night in that RV. No. And if he spent the night in that RV, I'm sure there would have been a segment on this TV show about it. So I am sure that he's never even spent the night away from Robin's house this whole time in Flagstaff. Yeah. You're probably right. 100%. Robin's house, a.k.a. Mary and Janelle's house that they paid for, too. Right? When they both don't even they have their own house their yet. They all resources. And, I know. I know. And, and, they, and they live in the most beautiful home ever. I know. You know, and I, I, you know I, I had a, f- a thought a minute ago watching this. Um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think Robin was told the truth about when Cody got the money for them. That like for, He probably talked Mary and Janelle separately out of money so he could get this house for Robin. And probably made Robin think that it was his money. 
No, his other mm. wives. I just feel like there was a manipulation that happened there. Because the way they all each got on that couch and talked about it, like, they all had different stories about it. Mm-hmm. You know You're I mean? right. I never thought so of that like I, that. So, I'm willing to bet that he lied. He took money from Janelle and went and told Robin, oh, yeah, this is my money. I'm a big deal. You know, I've always been rich. <laughs> don't you know? Like, you didn't marry a sucker. Like, yeah, dude, whatever, bro. You're you were a sign salesman before the show came along. Well, and then, you know, like, last week he's saying, I don't have money for Coyote Pass, or, or now I do have money to pay off you know, right. you can do Coyote Pass and buy Christine's house. Like, like which is it, Cody? Huh. You know, and Janelle already knows there's money there. It's just being, like, used in other areas, which is probably Cody and all of his guns and right. whatever Robin and her kids want, basically. But, um, well, the next segment coming up is... Let's do it. Let's get it going. It's coming. Uh, somebody's getting sick. So, here we go. I can't wait. In January... I got COVID. I didn't even have a fever. I just lost my smell. October rolls around, specifically October 11th, my birthday. Um, and dad calls me. And we have a small discussion about how bad my COVID was. I shouldn't have done this, but I did anyway. Um, I didn't remind him that it was my birthday because I wanted to see if he remembered and he didn't. And so to him, it was just a phone call, you know, just asking me about COVID. worse than just a phone call for me. <sighs> but yeah, uh, a couple hours after that, he tried to call me back, tell me happy birthday and make up for it. And that's the last time I ever talked to my dad. <clears throat> you know, I think I'm a pretty tough guy. At least I act like it, just like every other guy does. I wear my ego on my sleeve just like every other guy does. But that shit breaks my heart listening to that kid oh, cry. Oh, my gosh. This, looking at like, what he's going through is like, I don't even know how. First of all, like for one, I... I definitely feel bad for him and i feel his pain but at this point i don't even know how he could shed a tear for that dude he calls a father i don't even understand it do you think he would forget one of robin's kids birthdays and if he did what do you think the repercussions from robin would be or from anybody do you like hell no dude he's got stepkids that he cares about more than that and like he should treat them all equal them stepkids he's took on the responsibility he is their father now but he should treat all of his kids 
the same, regardless of the relationship he's having with them mothers. And this is bullshit. This is proof right here. Like, he's just... Oh, he God. just really was looking for sympathy from Gabe when he called Gabe to let him know he had COVID. Right. I don't know if he was calling to let him know he had COVID because he think he might die or something. And he wanted to let him know, that, you know, I don't know what his thought process was on mm-hmm. it. I know he said he called him to ask him about how COVID was for him. But, I mean, who does that? You know, oh. like, I don't know. That's just really bizarre. You're fighting with your child. You haven't spoken to your child in however long. And then you get COVID. And because you and that child have that in common... You're going to call that child out of the blue on their birthday and ask them, hey, what was COVID like for you? Because I have COVID now. And then not acknowledge that it's their birthday. You know what I call this? I call this Karma 19. That's what Cody and Robin got was a little bit of Karma 19. But for one, how about Cody's... uh, Little little fever of ninety nine point eight. <laughs> Sorry, I'm so sick to it. I'm gonna die. <laughs> what a wimp, dude! Listen, He's such a wimp. The ER won't even consider a fever till it's at a hundred. Like I, for me, for me, ninety nine point five is a fever. Right? I'll get chills with ninety nine point five. I'll feel nauseated. I'll get a headache. That's a fever for me. So that's probably that could be a fever for him. But it's really not that high. Like. I've had a lot higher fevers than that. My t- my child runs fevers of 105 every time they get sick, right? I remember, like, I remember you telling me about is, that. Uh, 99.8, Co- Cody, come on. Yeah, come on. Uh, uh, well, honestly, like him dragging Robin to the hospital, Robin just happened to cough in front of the camera. Like, who's going to do this? Like, <coughs> 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 I'm so sick. I just I didn't want anybody in the family to have any... <laughs> any fun because I knew this was going to happen to me. Well, now it happened to you and it's over with. And guess what? You actually did survive. You didn't die. You pretended like you were going to. You acted like you are going to. For one, one second, did you think you were going to? You just had to gaslight everybody else once again and be like, oh, I'm so sick. Oh, I it makes me so mad. I this is my take on it, right? Is And we haven't quite got to the part where she goes to the hospital yet. We're almost there. But uh, we all know what happens, right? But I think what happened was, because you hear Cody say they've been sequestering for 20 months. I don't know anybody that did that. No. Okay, I don't know anybody that did. I know currently right now, I, and I'm not going to get into the politics of the world, but I know currently right now there are other countries where they're locking down. They might implement masks here again. But we did not sequester here it's for 20 months. It's crazy in China right now. Yeah, I, I don't want to get into all that, but we did not lock down for 20 months here, right? And for the for him to do that, and I think they probably put some kind of fear into their children, or they wanted everybody else to think that, see, this is why we suppressed, like, Robin's going to die. That's why we locked down for 20 months. Now right. look at her. She's about to die yeah. because she has but COVID. But she's not going to die. But she's not. She. Oh. We had COVID twice. The oh. second time we caught it, it was horrendous it was worse than josh is on an inhaler still now from it but (coughs) (laughs) (laughs) but honestly like we didn't go to the er we didn't you know you use up those valuable resources for other people you know we didn't try to act like we were dying we felt like we might want to die a couple times but you know like it's ridiculous to me that these these two are still just gosh living their whole lives around it. Soapbox still. Look at at what happened. This this is what this was the peg that like cut the family in half right here. 
It was like, dude, you got to live your life. Don't let... I mean, everybody's going to catch COVID at, at this point. At some point, yes. Everybody in this world is going to catch it. Either it's going to kill you or it's not. Right. Chances are it's not. Unless you got some ailments, like if you got diabetes or some of these heart other things. Yeah, heart conditions. Like, other things yeah. that can do it. But Robin, you didn't have none of them things. Yeah. I, you never did. You were worried about one of your kids that was born what, prematurely or something like she that. She was actually talking about Truly, who... When Truly was little, she had a kidney issue. No, she had a child, too, that was sick, didn't she? No, she she did not. Her whole stance on this whole time has been when Truly was born, or little, Truly got really sick. And so she's saying that it's irresponsible, and it was irresponsible for Christine to bring Truly around anybody, because if Truly caught COVID, it could kill her. That was Robin's narrative, right? That was Christine's child, right? Christine knows what's best for Christine's child. Christine's never caught COVID. Truly never caught COVID. You know, like, and they did, like, they did travel. They did go see people, but they were careful, right? She even went to a hospital with Isabel and didn't catch COVID. Like, Mm. come on. And these two sequester for 20 months, let their kids back into school, and now they all have COVID. (laughs) Yeah, and and here's the deal, like... She was in school wearing a mask, doing everything she was supposed to do. But guess what? If no, that was wasn't. true, then you wouldn't have COVID. <laughs> if you guys were doing everything you said you were doing, you wouldn't have COVID. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Right. I mean, we caught COVID from a bus in Vegas. Who cares? Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. right when I grabbed that bar, I knew I told him not to touch it. I told him not to. The next day, dude, I'm like, dude, we're in Vegas. <laughs> we're not even drinking or doing anything bad. And I have a hangover. How is this possible? Right. How do I have a hangover if I haven't done a thing wrong? <laughs> I know. Oh, man. It was awful. We were huh. we got on one of those double-decker buses. I've never been on one. And so we're like, let's sit in the front. It's kind of cool. And we sat up in the front, and there was like a bar. And Josh touched it. And I was like, don't touch the bar. It's going to have COVID on it. <laughs> I'm and like, nah. Sure as shit, I, we caught as COVID. I scratched my face with it right <laughs> after and everything. And like, whatever. No. <laughs> All right. Well, let's continue on. Yeah. Right, here we go. Enough about us. <laughs> Okay, so we just watched the segment of Robin going to the hospital. Oh, Do you guys know who Southern Mama is? <laughs> have you seen this comedian? What's his real name? I have no idea, but it's, it's funny. It's a guy that acts like a Southern Mama, and Cody looks just like Southern Mama. He does. He even car. acts just like Southern Mama. Yeah, it's so funny. I don't want to die. I just want to live. I have to give note to something. I don't know how many of you caught this. But you see Brianna pulling in in her car from school. First of all, she does the scariest, like, backup job. I mean, like, she could totally roll off that parking spot. But have you guys, do you guys remember past years of the other children having cars? None of them had cars that night. No, they all had They all had hand-me-downs, pieces of crap that were super cheap. None of them had brand new cars, but Robin's daughter gets a brand new car. Nothing but the best for Robin's kids. Nothing but the best. And here's the deal. Here's another thing, too. I noticed, speaking of that, so when he talks about Robin's daughter, Aurora, is that her name? Uh, Aurora and Brianna. Okay, so he talks about Aurora coming upstairs with a mask on. Brianna. I I just miss you guys so much. and, uh, And Cody's 
fucking crying. He's yeah. crying. He wasn't even that upset when he had to explain to Trilly that they had a divorce. No. He didn't even care about her feelings. Not even the slightest. Now, Cody, are you going to tell me that you don't favor these kids more than your own children? He didn't because... cry like that when Isabel had surgery. I'm no, sorry. No, you're right. He didn't. You. No, you're good. That's true. He didn't. He didn't cry like that when Christine left him. No. He didn't cry like that for n- nobody in this family. So it's true where his heart lies. It's on his sleeve. He can't I mean, hide Gabriel, it anymore. Poor Gabriel poor cried more than Gabriel. that. Gabriel. You know what I mean? That just breaks my heart. When I saw Gabe cry like that, I got so angry, so frustrated. And you hear Cody. So mad. It's funny. You heard Cody like, oh, I tried to call back, but he didn't answer. Yeah, whatever, dude. I'm sure he would have answered if you called back. Because all he wanted was you to call back. He tried to act like, you know, he was fuzzy-headed and he wasn't in his right mind. But I remembered, like, right after I called him right back, but he wouldn't answer. Yeah, whatever. I don't buy that for a second. You're an idiot. You know, did he say he didn't answer? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, he said they could call back. I thought he did. I thought they got connected and he said he tried to smooth it. I don't know. Maybe I heard it wrong. But either way, it doesn't matter. I probably did. It doesn't matter. He's a fuck up piece of a of shit. father. He's a piece of shit. He's a fuck up of a father, as a husband, and as a man, as a human. And this is what we call Gabe, karma 19. Gabe right there is the prime example why we don't like polygamy. It's terrible Absolutely. for the children. And it carries on into adulthood. These does, children man. have so many gosh issues. abandonment issues. They have self-esteem issues. They have self worth issues like it's just not fair if you're gonna be in a polygamous situation please do not have children please do not have children it's not fair fair. it is not fair to them horrible and uh, my gosh and i can go on about other situations like uh, you know in the seeking sister wives dynamic there was that one family where they kept bringing on sister wives so they could be their nanny basically so the mom the first wife that had all the kids was dumping all of her kids onto the nanny and then they're witnessing physical violence in the home you know because that father was physically abusive and so was i think the other it's crazy they tried to act so so smooth on tv but then you know the true colors don't fall for it if you're watching these shows and you think hmm maybe it's a good idea it's not it's not a good idea Uh, it's only a good idea if it's polyamorous if all of you guys are allowed to sleep together and be in love and share your time and whatever that's the only way that's ever going to be fair because other than that dude there's going to be abuse that happens and i don't give i don't give a shit i don't give a fuck who you are yeah polygamy is bullshit it, it's abusive. It's it is. And it's a shitty way for a kid to warfare. grow up. It it's is. mental, spiritual, and emotional warfare. And it you're is. put... I mean, people that join these situations must really like drama. That's well, all I the, can the say. The thing of it is, is the, first of all, these kids, like, the, 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 they're born into it and they're brainwashed. Mm-hmm. They're brainwashed from little yeah. kids and convinced that yeah. Santa Claus is real and you're not going to get to meet Santa Claus if you don't yeah. become a polygamist. Well, it's like when we watched that documentary on the Kingstons and they have their kids, they walk up to the, the pulpit in church and they recite, each kid recites the exact same thing over and over and over again. I can't remember what it was they were reciting, but basically it's just brainwashing them to the point that when they become adults, they feel like that that's what they have to do. Not all of them. Some of them get out and thank goodness for that. But, you know, they think that, yeah, this is what I need to do to 
live my life and get into heaven. And it's so ridiculous. Why would God want you to suffer? You know, uh, why you would know? he? And, or she. And yeah. another thing I've noticed too in polygamy is like the the, the male sons, they, they're the, ones, the first ones to get shunned by the father. Yeah. As soon as they're like they're of age or whatever, yep. boom, gone. Yep. But look at, Robin's got like adult kids like living in her house. You know what I mean? Being doted on, like Cody kids, mm-hmm. like they got brand new cars, they got everything. I yeah. don't know if they got jobs or not, but it doesn't sound like it if they're still in school. Mm-hmm. I mean, Janelle's boys are, were out working, living in trailers, doing whatever they could, yeah. making a living for themselves, and Cody's still like, kick them out. Yeah, kick them out. Yeah, kick whatever. Like that's all Janelle's got because you're not never going over there because you're spending all your time at your house with Robin. Yeah. And it, and it still irks me when he goes if if they want to come to my house for Thanksgiving. To my house, he says that like it's not like a family home that the whole family bought, right? Right. You know. Right. But no, it's Cody's and Robin's house. This is my house. Like it's just the way he, just everything he's done in this episode is just proof that he's a douche. Karma nineteen. <laughs> Karma nineteen. I love it. Um, well, let's just finish the episode here. Yeah, let's right? get her done. Here we go. So the last segment we see, you know, um, they're doing Halloween. The kids get dressed up. They go to the four doors in Robin's house. Like, what house has four freaking doors? Ours doesn't. How many doors do we have? We have three? We have one. Well, we got one, two, three for the garage. And then you get the garage door, which is, and one that goes in there. We got four doors. I guess we have... Do we? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, well. Her mansion <laughs> has four doors with doorbells. Um, But anyway, I just thought it was crazy, you know, like, that... Okay. You thought it was crazy that... Cody had to be King Tut. Yes. Right? Who, if, the, if anything, that, that right there tells you who what he thinks of himself. Right. It's fucking King Tut. And, of course, Robin was Cleopatra. Oh, of course, right? Something I wanted to uh, shed on, though, was how Cody got emotional. When I get sick, I get emotional, too. Because my defenses are down, right? I'm too sick yeah. and tired to fight off. Like, you know, yeah, yeah. Your, your defense mechanisms like, are down. Like yeah. You, just, you, you feel like shit, so you just go with it. And you yeah. start thinking about all the other yeah. shit that makes you feel bad in life. And, you know, it piles it on. But here's mm-hmm. the deal, dude. Cody was, he, he wasn't faking COVID, but he was really laying it on thick. Yeah. He was like that kid at the school nurse, like, <coughs> I need to go home. <laughs> I don't feel good. And that was Cody. You know, like, he was just like. And this is why I didn't want COVID, because I knew I was going to die, but I didn't die. And then Robin, she was like, the doctor said I was fine. But I might they, get worse. But I might get worse, but they said I was okay. But she tells her kids that. Yeah, I know. You like, know, like, scares so, the like, shit out of them. Scare the like, shit out of your kids, Robin. She just wanted to, they, she, uh, they just needed validation for the fucking stupid COVID shit. that they attention. They, they put the whole family to this dumb COVID ringer, and the COVID-19 hit them. I mean, Karma 19 hit them. <laughs> and then they just had to, again, gaslight everybody uh, again. Like, <coughs> look how sick I am. <coughs> I can't breathe. I can't talk. I can't breathe. I can't talk. Oh, dog, save me. Like, I just. Robin had the funny. ugliest purse. I'm sorry. Her purse at the ER was so hideous. Is purse short for personality? <laughs> yeah, yeah that's your personality. Hideous. Her purse. But there's something I did want to say. Is Cody finally admits how he screwed everything up. He's like, I was looking through these family photos and I was thinking, man, I have really screwed things up. Finally admits it. 
It's probably the only time we're ever going to hear him say it. Yeah, because like he's going to backpedal it. You yeah, know what I mean? and like, he'll start blaming it on he, everybody he else again when he started to better. right after. You know right. what I mean? Like he, but he did say it, so that's a step in the right direction. Um, but I, I think it's good that he was scrolling through family photos and he was thinking, man, I'm never going to experience this again because I've screwed things up. And yes, you have, Cody. You've screwed things up. And I'm glad he's feeling it. And I'm glad it made him sob. I'm glad it made him sad because you know what? He deserves to feel like complete dog shit for everything he's put he all of his family members through. He deserves Absolutely. to feel every ounce of that and then some. Karma 19, baby. Karma 19. And I hope, I hope just, I, I'm praying that just there's a silver lining and he has a change of heart. Not that he has a change of heart with Janelle because I think Janelle should get out. I think Janelle deserves to get out. She deserves to have a happy life. But if Cody makes her happy, she deserves that too. You know, just like yeah. Mary. But I I really, really think that he needs to start taking accountability. He needs to go make amends to Absolutely. people. He needs to he own needs his to shit. Accountable. I've been we've been barking on this tree, you know, just admit yeah. it, Cody, you're in love with Robin and then just move I, that's on. That's all I want. Is I just want yes. to hear you say I just want to be in a monogamous relationship yes. with Robin and the children that we have there. The other wives are empty nesters now, you know, let's yeah. just move on. It's just me and Robin for the rest of my days. It'll make your life a lot easier. I promise you that. You don't have to juggle all this bullshit. Quit the TV show before you get canceled. I have a feeling that Janelle, you know, I know Janelle's not living in the RV. I saw a post on Instagram of Savannah in the kitchen the other day. It's a nice kitchen. It's not an RV kitchen. It's not that RV kitchen anyway. Hopefully it's something that Janelle Um, owns. Hopefully it's a house. It It looks like a nice house, maybe. If not, it's a really nice apartment, but... Um, I, I think that, you know, fans are right there at the end of this season, we're going to see that Janelle left, um, because like how much more can they drag this shit on? You know what I mean? Like where else are they going to go? What other angle do they have to play on this? Except that Cody loses another wife and then the end and polygamy didn't work and they failed at their, their experiment and it's all over with. Like, I think that's going to be the end of it. And Mary is going to be the third wheel hanging out in Flagstaff like, hey, here I am. Which is probably why she, like we said, she did do her little, her thing at the bread and bread and bread and bed Bed and and breakfast. breakfast. She charged so much because she doesn't have money. They don't Uh have the TV show coming in anymore. And what are they going to do? She's up in the night. Mary, you're not as famous and special as you think you are. (laughs) You know, I wonder if that was a fall flat on her ass thing. I know. I still want to know. Yeah, it's, dude, does anybody know any info about this? Did anybody actually pay yes. $5,000 to go hang out with Mary if for a weekend? any of you went, please let us know. We want the skinny. And I promise um, I won't call you a sucker. Yeah, and we won't even <laughs> say your name. Just tell us what happened. Yeah. Well, that's all we got tonight. We love you guys. Yeah. Thanks for hanging out with us. You and guys that are was Tucker funniest. snoring here in the yes, background. Tucker keeps snoring. We're sorry. We, I mean, we always apologize for it. We think that if you have listened to us long enough by now, you know what's happening and we don't have to mention it anymore but if you're new to the podcast that's our dog he likes to snore so we apologize and that being said have a really good night you guys we love you all peace goose you tired tucker are you tired what a cute little snorer. Yeah, boy.
<laughs> I love this dog. Me too.